Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello, and welcome to Fit News. I am your host, Jen Shaver, and joining me today is Colleen Bush. She is a registered dietitian that is that specializes in functional nutrition with a focus on gut health. She is an integrative and functional nutrition credentialed practitioner from the Integrative and Functional Nutrition Academy. From her own health journey with Hashimoto's and rheumatoid arthritis, Colleen is passionate about helping others get to the root cause of their health problems using an integrative approach and food as medicine. Colleen started her business, Colleen Bush Functional Nutrition, to be able to really be present with her clients and be there for them to get them feeling better than ever during the intervention stages and to be able to educate them for anything that they may face in the future. Colleen, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your time. Let's chat about stress because we know that we are a society of go, 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 and that leads to a lot of stress. So we also know that many women struggle with stress, and it is a contributing factor to many health issues that uh, women face. So let's chat about some stress today and what we can do about that. (laughs) Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate this. Um, So in my um, practice, what I usually do is I have women and men come to me and they're, they're people who have just been having these symptoms and whether it be gut symptoms, I I have a group program and a one-on-one. So with my um, group program, it's really gut focused Mm -hmm. one-on-one. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, But a lot of times I have people coming to me with really bad, um, digestive issues or fatigue, um, a lot of hormone imbalances. And the way that we address these is we want to get to the root cause of what's going on. And a lot of factors that we need to also focus on is stress. Um, there's a few different stressors that we're talking about when we talk about stress in this capacity, um, emotional stress, um, so just kind of how we're feeling all the time, um, physical stress, and that could kind of be actually be like underfueling, which I find often. Um, a lot of times people are coming to me and we, I can't lose weight. I'm having these digestive symptoms. And really we're putting stress on our body because we're not eating enough foods. Um, so the physical type, um, and that could also be um, if we're not sleeping well. So that's another stressor. It's all kind of in this stress bucket. And then um, another one is exercise. So if we're having... I often refer to our stress bucket. 
And we kind of have to just be able to personally assess what's going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. And if our stress bucket is really high, we need to be kind of like taken out some other areas. Um, And then the last part of the stress bucket is environmental factors. So we're kind of taking a look in all the directions at the stress that's coming into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact is that, you know, there are some stressors that we can control, right? And then there's others that we don't really have any control over, but that doesn't mean that we can't learn to manage those. Absolutely. So stress resilience is one of the things that I like to kind of teach in our program. Um, Because again, some of the stress we can, we do have um, control over. So what we're eating, how we're sleeping, uh, most of the time we can control that stuff. Right. Um, Not always, but a lot of the emotional things like life happens. I say that so many times. And so just being able to have that stress resilience. And Mm -hmm. so we work on that a lot in my program as well is kind of building that stress resilience. So when life happens and these stressful moments, they're going to happen. That's life. Right our bodies can kind of work through that and not hurt our bodies. Cause what we're often finding, so those acute stressors, that's life, that's normal. We mm-hmm. need to try to get out of the chronic stressed state that we're in now, which mm-hmm. is kind of, I feel like we almost um, consider that like a medal at this point. Like if we're like stressed and we're right. going all the time, we think that we're doing a great job. And I'm very guilty of that. Yeah. Um, I think most of my health issues came when I was doing everything and I was just like, I'm, I'm doing it, <laughs> but really yeah. inside I was really hurting myself. Right. Right. And I don't think we realize, you know, we might not understand the effects that stress does have on our body in many different areas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So kind of going, I'll, I'll go, I'll get a little bit sciencey really quick. Yeah. I won't go too um, but so when we're talking about our nervous system, um, so our autonomic, our autonomic nervous system. So what that is, it's like our involuntary actions of our body. So our breathing. So we're not actually thinking about breathing. Our body is just doing that. So then to break that system down two more times, um, we have our sympathetic state and then we have our parasympathetic state. So our sympathetic state is that fight or flight. So that's like our acute stressor. It's really important. Our bodies are amazing. I feel like Mm -hmm. I like to say this as well. They're very smart and that's like our protective mechanism. So we have that fight or flight. So we're like, oh my gosh, a car is coming at me. I need to get out of the way. So our bodies will be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. Then the other is the parasympathetic state is the rest and digest phase. And that's where we get that stress resilience that we need to kind of go back to that. Once the car leaves, we -hmm. need to be able to get out of that fight or flight and put ourselves back into the rest and digest stage. Mm -hmm. So I feel like what often happens is we're in this chronic fight or flight mode and I feel like that's where a lot of people, the symptoms are coming to me. They're immune. Cause I feel like when we're in this fight or flight, our immune system is not working. Our metabolism right. is not working. Our thyroid is not working because we're not doing the basics of our general, like our repair and maintenance of our body. Cause mm-hmm. our body is in this chronic fight or flight. So I feel like we need to be able to bring it back. And that's kind of where the gut is also really affected with this. What science and research has shown is that when we're in this chronic fight or flight stage, um, the stress can alter our gut composition, the function, and the metabolic activity 
of the gut microbiome. So it's not just stress is affecting my gut and I'm not sure how it's actually changing your gut microbiome. Um, You're not able to digest the food as well. And so your symptoms are real. Mm -hmm. Um, These things are actually happening in your body. Right. Right. So I would say, you know, if there is someone out there that has been thinks that they've been doing all the things, right. They've been exercising, they've been getting the sleep they've been doing, but they're still, gosh, I still just don't feel good. I'm, I'm still having trouble losing weight. Yes. Looking into their gut health is probably a good idea, but also looking into the way that they are managing stress because that is ultimately. Absolutely. It could be one of the root causes of what's going on. We're again, like you said, you're doing all the right things. Mm -hmm. We're eating everything that it says I should be eating for these symptoms. And we're still just not feeling that well, but I feel like when we're in that chronic tense state, it's literally changing the gut microbiome. And so that's kind of one of the things that we really like to work on is that stress resilience to try to get us back when there's no danger, when our body knows it's safe to get Mm -hmm. back into the um, rest and digest phase. Right. right. And, you know, we might have become so accustomed to living in that fight or flight phase, right? I mean, where we're just so used to it, if you will. Absolutely. Go, go, go. Even like a busy schedule, I feel like puts us in that because we're Mm -hmm. constantly rushing. Um, Right. That's just kind of, and like I said, I feel like that at this point, it's kind of like we get a medal or a badge of honor for Mm -hmm. doing all of the things. And it's, it's, I felt like for me personally, when I was like, so all my kids were at home um, and I was stay at home mom at this point. And I just felt like I was drowning, but my kids were so happy. And I I was just like, I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm the best mom because I felt like that's like kind of what I should be doing at that point. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things then that we can start to work on towards getting out of that, um, fight or flight stage? That Absolutely. chronic stash, stress cycle that yes. it so doesn't end, you know, it just it, keeps going. It doesn't end because yeah. something is going to keep on coming. Happen. We have to break it. Yes, yeah. we do. And so some of the things that we can really work on, because I feel like what we don't want to do is add to our list of to-dos right. to work on stress right. management. Right. You know, I feel like let's, let's add another thing on it and then be stressed because <laughs> we don't have time for it. Right. So yeah. So some of the things that we could do um, to kind of help this stress resilience is what we'll call is making sure we're eating enough. Um, So I feel like that's just like we're going to be eating every day. So kind of just being mindful when we're eating, making sure we're eating enough. And one of our stressors is not under eating Mm -hmm. Um, blood sugar balance. So one of the things when we're in that um, fight or flight mode, our blood sugar is rising, our blood pressure is rising. And I often actually refer um, to my oldest daughter a lot. So she has type one diabetes. And so I follow her blood sugar every five minutes. And so <laughs> it's really interesting when she's in a stressful situation. So yeah. a couple of weeks ago, she had to go to the principal's office. That's never happened before. <laughs> and me and my husband are watching her follow app and her number is just <gasps> going high because that's her body's yeah. like, physiological symptoms yeah. of like, like, I'm freaking out and I'm going to try to protect. So it's just interesting. But isn't that interesting how that 
That really so works though. The science and that's it. It. our yeah. bodies are very amazing. Yeah. It's trying to protect us, uh-huh. um, but obviously trying to get, making sure we get back down once we know that we're not going to get in trouble in the principal's office right. is like the goal. So blood sugar imbalance. So what we can really focus on is fat protein, eating those things in our meals to try to help our bodies. Our, again, our bodies know what to do, but if we can help them, um, that's going to help. So making sure our breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a a well-rounded meal. So adding that fat, that healthy fat, I'll say, and protein um, to keep that blood sugar balance, Mm -hmm. sleep. So another thing that we can really work on. This is all helping that stress resilience, our body being able to fight that. So making sure we're getting seven to nine hours of sleep each night. Yeah. Um, Movement, trying to make sure that we're moving our bodies, knowing our stress bucket. So if we're like pretty good, making sure that we're working out because that's just good for our body, our mind and everything. If we're like losing it and we're just in that fight or flight, maybe doing some walking or something like that, you know, not adding to the stress, but that's all helping. Right. Right. Yeah. And that will all help to um, balance out the, get the gut back. In oh, order, it is. Correct? I feel like it's, it's all that circle. I feel like we're going to hit everything from that holistic approach. We're looking at lifestyle mindset because um, literally all of that is helping our gut. Um, so these are the things that we like to work on before we really dig deep into gut, like what's going on more of a targeted um, mm-hmm. situation in the gut. If our, if we don't get our stress resilience in check before we really start working on other more personalized things, we're right. going to hit a wall with our um, progress in our health journey. Yeah. Um, like I said, that stress is literally changing the microbiome and it's altering the functions of what's going on. So mm-hmm. if we know what's going on and we're targeting it as we should, but we're still having that chronic stress. We're basically fighting an uphill battle and we're not going to win. We'll get some symptom relief, but we're not going to get to where we want to go. So that's why it's really important to focus on this stress resilience before Mm -hmm. we get into other things. It's really, really important. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. Right. Um, A a couple other food things that we could do. because with our stress resilience, I'll talk a lot about minerals. Um, Mm. And so some of the minerals that we're talking about is um, potassium, sodium, magnesium. Mm -hmm. When we're under a lot of stress, our body is running through these minerals. And so then we're going to be depleted in those. Mm -hmm. And as I feel like a lot of us know, minerals run our body. So if we're chronic stress, our minerals are low and we're not really repleting those, then we're even having more symptoms of just these unpleasant things that we're like, what is going on? Like, I, I don't have, let's say a said disease or I don't have right something going on, a syndrome, but I just mm-hmm. feel terrible. And it's because of this stress. That's just like kind of running rampant through our body. Right. So a couple of easy ways that I say that we could try to add without testing, um, you can always do mineral testing, but mm-hmm. if we're just kind of like, I'm stressed, what can I add to my diet without doing that extra step? Right. Um, liver is 
it's a really mineral dense food, mm-hmm. shellfish, um, whole food, vitamin C is a really good food that we could add in mm-hmm. root vegetables. I'll often say when we're cooking, making sure we're using, um, real salt. And so a lot of the salt on the market these days, um, they take the minerals out, oh. but so there's a couple of brands that, okay. um, have all the minerals added. So when you're cooking using that, so, a couple of the brands, it's Redmond's salt and Celtic sea salt. Um, they have all the minerals still in it. So when you're cooking, um, use that, um, on your foods, make it taste yummy and get those minerals back in. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are afraid of the salt though, right? It is. And I feel like that's, that's that science constantly changing. Um, I feel like we we used to be scared of salt and stay away from salt. And really if we're if our minerals are depleted, it's actually really helpful for our bodies. So I feel and like it's using it helpful. in a smart way, right? It's not, exactly. we're not talking like McDonald's salt. on Exactly. Fries. Yes. That salt <laughs> probably is never going to be good for you. Um, right. But if you're using salt at home, but right. um, that is, that's actually going to really, you're going to find a lot of help from that. And again, probably not the whole, like not handfuls, but, you know, <laughs> using it sparingly, I guess, right. but it is really, really helpful. And then, so all of those things, I feel like we're doing those things anyways, we're eating, we're sleeping. So we're not really adding to our workload at that point, because I do feel like if I give you a list of breath work and meditation and we're really busy, that's going to be hard. But so those steps at the beginning, that's really helpful. And then Mm -hmm. Once we're getting, once we're making sure we're eating enough and making sure that our blood sugar is balanced and we're sleeping and we're moving, mm-hmm. um, and we're kind of taking note of the minerals, um, mm-hmm. then that's maybe we could try to do something, um, to get into that rest and digest. It's just doing something fun, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes of meditation, which that's right. super helpful and beneficial, but that's not for everyone. And that's right. going to stress a lot of people out putting that on right. to do this. Yeah. So, um, reading, coloring, going for a walk. These are all things that are really going to be helpful too, with putting us back into that rest and digest phase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's touch on magnesium because we do know that a lot of people are deficient in magnesium Yes. and that can also lead to difficulty with sleep. And then if we're having trouble sleeping, right, we're just continuing this cycle. Oh yes. It's just like nonstop cycle. (laughs) Yes. So So a lot of times, yeah. So, and when, if you have not um, been using minerals or, or working on minerals with magnesium, one of the things that I like to say first is trying a topical. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you start taking a magnesium supplement and your potassium is low, you mm-hmm. might actually feel worse with that. Oh, wow. So um, if we're going to start doing um, magnesium supplements, there's um, like trace mineral oil or putting Epsom oh. salt baths. These are all things that are going to help us. Mm-hmm. Um, sleep better, um, just make us feel better in general. And they're really, Mm -hmm. and most of the population is probably depleted in their magnesium stores. I think I I deal with a lot of people in going to the bathroom and it is a hard thing. (laughs) You wouldn't believe how many people struggle with that. And one of the things is it's just, again, our minerals and that chronic stress state, a lot of people are depleted. And so what we could start with is that topical oil or an Epsom Mm -hmm. salt bath. And once you kind of get that, throw in some root vegetables um, Mm -hmm. to get some of our potassium up to bananas. And then you can start doing um, a magnesium supplement at night. Cause that, again, that, that is going to help also with your sleep. So, right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I and know I feel that there's so a- many different magnesium brands out there right. in different forms. So if we're going to be talking about the ones that are helping us sleep, we're thinking of like our a magnesium glycinate is mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind um, yeah. right away. So there's yeah. just so many different forms of it, but that's right. typically the one that we're going to, it's going to help us sleep at night. Right. And that, that one is a little easier on the, on the, on the stomach as well. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that is something to consider if you do yes. decide that you need a supplement that sure. some of the <clears throat> different forms of magnesium can be a little harsher. Yeah. Magnesium um, citrate is one of the ones that is kind of used to stimulate bowel movements. Mm-hmm. So um, if we're not having issues with that, maybe stay away from that. But if you are finding yourself stressed and um, struggling to go to the bathroom and all yeah. the things that almost everyone is feeling now, magnesium citrate is a better one to try. Okay. But I would okay. probably suggest doing a couple Epsom salt baths or some yeah. of the oil first, and then moving mm-hmm. into that just to make sure right. that we're, your body's able to tolerate it. Right. Right. And like you said, that magnesium or the, um, Epsom salt bath is a great way to wind down at the end of the day. It's a it great, is. um, uh, be- bedtime, a nighttime routine, right. Oh, to add in instead yes. of, scrolling on your phone, which, yes, know, which is adding disrupts. to our stress. I feel right, everything right. that we're finding on social media these days. I feel like it's just, it's just adding to that bucket. And I right. feel like once our bucket is full and overflowing, that's when we have our issues. I feel like right. if we can kind of manage and kind of just assess our own bodies and mm-hmm. we, we know that tipping point for us. So right. I feel like, but yes, that like a Epsom salt bath. And again, that's not sitting meditating forever. It's just enjoying right. that, that. That's the perfect thing to help in like a stress resilience um, type right. of way. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add, Colleen? Um, not really. I feel like stress is, I feel like it's, it's often put into this bucket of bad. And right. I feel like the good thing to know is it's not, it's actually a really important protective mechanism for our bodies. (laughs) And so I feel like we can't just throw shade on it the whole time because that's not- There's good stress and bad stress, right? There is good stress and bad stress, but it's just kind of making sure that we're prioritizing um, that stress resilience, working on that stress resilience so we can go back and forth because that's what we're supposed to be able to do. When we're in fear or if we're feeling unsafe, going into the fight or flight is really important. But then just making sure that we can go back to the rest and digest. And right. it's by working on those um, stress resilience things mm-hmm. that we kind of already touched right. on. It. So right. kind of just which, trying to get which we can work everything. into our day without adding. Additional. That is the hope. That is the goal. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because we don't want to add more yeah. stress to when we're trying to fight our, or work on our stress <laughs> resilience. It's And that's where I feel like it, it all gets very confusing and it's hard because. Right it's when we know what we're doing, we're eating all the right foods, we're doing meditation, but it's just, it's stressful to do all of that stuff as well when we're so busy. So Mm -hmm. I think just making sure that you're very, I think you need to just understand where you're at because everyone Mm -hmm. is also different right? and giving yourself a break, I think is really important. And I think the last thing to say is that resting, like, so maybe not doing something is actually really helping your body, which I think is yeah. like against all of the norms right now. Like, right. I feel like you're often considered lazy or mm-hmm. some, when you just are like, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing right. for 10, 15 minutes. Right. But really that's actually probably more helpful than a 20 minute high intensity workout if we're really stressed. Right. So 
Right. Exactly. I, I mean, knowing where we're at. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like your cell phone, right? You have to plug it in and recharge it. So exactly. In order for and it to continue to work. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Give it a break and let it charge. Yes. So and again, body- our bodies are really, really smart and they're yeah. trying to help us, but we're just kind of putting a lot of we're making them work really, really hard right now. And I think it's showing with a lot of symptoms that people are having um, more now than ever, to be honest. It's these nagging symptoms that are really kind of affecting our quality of life, to be honest. Again, it's not something that's maybe coming up um, in conventional labs. So it's that that in between that we're kind of talking about right now that we can really do a lot of work on to kind of reverse it. Yeah. Great. Colleen, if our listeners um, want to find you, where can they find you? Yes. And so I'm on Instagram. My website is actually, I'm creating it right now. So okay. maybe I can let you know shortly mm-hmm. my website, mm-hmm. but I'm yeah. um, so on Instagram right now. And so it's okay. Colleen Bush underscore RDN. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing so much knowledge today, Colleen, about gut health and stress. We appreciate it. And thank you for joining us here on Fit News today. We will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.